What is going on YouTube and welcome back to the Binks and Doodle Effect. This is episode number 34. We're uploading a little bit of a day late, but uh, my man over here, Andrew, had a ref some hockey. He is a ref on the side, uh, if you guys don't know that about him. So that is what Gotta he was doing money. last night. But uh, how was how was refing last night? That was fine. Uh, you know, kids were being, they are behaving, you know, I was keeping them in check. That's good. That's good. No more issues with coaches or anything? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> uh, Big Doodle Effect presented to you by Lividity. Andrew, you know what I did this morning? What did you do? I woke up and I was thirsty. So I went on my computer and I went to therogeenergy.com and I ordered myself a tub and I used the code GETLIVID and I got 5% off my entire purchase. Holy shit, it, it does was, that? I know, it's amazing. So for those of you who don't know, Rogue Energy is a premium energy and focus supplement designed to optimize your mental and physical performance. And unlike unhealthy canned energy drinks, powerful supplement can be taken daily for overall improved performance. It's packed with vitamins and amino acids, and it's a healthy way to increase your natural energy. I'm drinking it right now. I got blue raspberry right now. It's definitely my favorite fl flavor, but they do have a bunch of different flavors that you can choose from. We recommend the starter pack. You get a shaker cup and like four or five different flavors to try. If you use the code GETLIVID, you get 5% off your entire purchase. Hit us up on Twitter if you used it. Let us know what you think. It's a great product. We you know, we stand by it behind it 100%. Mm. Well said, well said. Very good, though. Um, when your host, Binks, as you guys have already know, and one of my other hosts here, Andrew, it's Drewski Doodle. Well, what's up, dude? So we had a lot happening in the past week. Uh, start off with uh, some baseball. Let's do it. Yeah, no, I think um, probably the biggest thing is DeGrom right now. We'll start off with that. Uh, MRI, inflamed right lat. No no word if he's going to miss an extended period of time. Um, it's safe to say if he does, the season is pretty much over for us. Correct? It's, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they, the, the Mets will score if he's out, but I don't think he's going to miss any extended time. He'll miss a start, maybe. Hopefully it's not, you know, nothing too bad. Um. The Mets also fired uh, what's his face, the um, uh, Chili, Chili Davis. Chili Davis, yeah. Yep. And Alonzo, Alonzo was like in tears. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it was kind of abrupt. Um, like, and everyone likes Chili Davis, and you can't really blame. Like, I'm not the kind of person to blame results on the coaches that quickly. Um, and also, I think they're upset the way they did it because I know I got the ESPN update at like 12:30 in the morning. So I can only imagine that they got apparently they got text messages and probably not much earlier than that. Not a great way to find out that someone you see every day is gone. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it comes down to they, the Mets really weren't hitting in general. I mean, Correct. Yeah. So we'll see if the move pays off. Um, things happen. You know, you just got to move on. It's a business in the end. You got to be doing what's best for the team. So if they felt that getting rid of him was going to be best for the team, then so be it. Um, the Yankees giving hell to the Astros. I, I avid, avid, big, 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 big Yankee hater in, in myself. Hate, hate the organization. Hate everything about the Yankees. Totally support them. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. You know. Without a doubt. I mean, and the, and the Astros crying that every stadium they visit, they're getting harassed. It, what do you, what did you expect to happen? Did you think that, So like, don't cheat. Did you think a shortened season and, you know, no fans in the stadium was going to protect 
protect you guys from when fans are actually going to be in the stadium then? So. Or the, how stupid, how, like, there's no foresight there. Like, this, you just you expect it, deal with it, you deserve it, and just be, be done with it after never, hopefully. Mm-hmm. No, you, they, they got caught cheating, and they deserve everything that they get until it kind of, you know, dies over. Um, I don't feel bad at all. Um, I know I saw a couple of videos. It was the, the one chance I did see was a uh, fuck Altuve <clears throat> in Yankee Stadium. So that was that was great. That's a fun uh, time. It, it must have been a great time being in Yankee Stadium at that time. I, uh, <laughs> good for them. Good for the Yankee fans. They got ripped out of. They got they got screwed out of a World Series. So do I think they would have won the World Series that year? Probably not. But um. They did get screwed. A, a chance to go to another World Series. Not that they need any more, but <laughs> but that beside is the beside the point. Uh, if you guys are on Twitter and you guys follow the Diamondbacks Twitter, whoever runs the Diamondbacks Twitter deserves all the money, all the races, everything about it. It was just it was an emotional roller coaster of just pure happiness. It was great. Um, for those who don't know, like my co-host over here, I was just saying. Um, this guy tweets out to the Diamondbacks Twitter that his buddy is at the game with a girl, and it's like their first or second date. And he tweets out saying, hey, he gives him the section what they're wearing and says, can you guys tell me how it's going? And the Diamondbacks responded, and and they found him, and they were giving this guy updates play-by-play play on Twitter. The official Diamondbacks Twitter was giving this guy updates. It was great. Then they took pictures... They got pictures of them. Then they were on the mega screen. Then they had staff come over. They gave them game balls and took pictures of them. And it was like it was it was so cool. That's and, fantastic. And and like it, it's stuff like that that's you know makes makes the game so fun. And I mean, what what other sport do you see that you know really happening? It it, it, it I thought that was just so cool. Whoever was running the Diamondbacks Twitter to get all that then to happen during the game. I think, you know, bravo to you. We, we round of oh, applause. Yeah. You deserve an Absolutely. absolute raise. It's stuff like that that, like, makes fans of the game of baseball, like, really appreciate it that much more. So, awesome. That's a game they're never, ever going to forget for the rest of their lives. And oh, yeah. And that relationship now has to stick. They can't break <laughs> up. That, they, that needs to have a third date now. That, they need to go the distance. But uh, I thought I mean, that was really, really cool. Yeah, that's a very job well done by the Diamondbacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, lastly, with baseball, uh, for those who play MLB The Show, if you guys follow uh, Snell on Twitch, he was live streaming and he was pissed that he was an 82 overall gold card and he thought he should be higher than that. And one of his uh, followers actually said that it was too high and he kind of gave like a big, you know, messed up face and told, told that person that that was a weak ass opinion, word for word. So I don't know how you feel, Andrew. If he should be higher than an eighty-two gold card, you got you play Diamond oh, Dynasty. I play or... Diamond Dynasty religiously. Yeah, I don't. Um, no, that's that's exactly where he should be. But also at the same time, like if he's really worried about his overall for Diamond Dynasty, the overall doesn't really matter this early in the game. Because for those who don't play it, there's also Inside Edge, which means that depending on the day, a player will get boosted or um, nerfed depending on how they're doing, who they're playing. Um, so on any given day, he's an 82, he could be playing like an 86, his stats will get boosted. And there's, in order to be a diamond in that, there's not a lot of diamonds in that game. Like, you have to be an exceptional player to be a diamond. Especially pitchers. 
Um, I, I agree with it. I don't think he's a diamond pitcher for the game. Um, and I don't think he should really care what his overall is in a video game. <laughs> There's only one way to fix that, that be better. Be better in game, right? Is, <laughs> yeah. Is DeGrom a diamond player in the game? DeGrom's a 91. Oh, he's the highest feel, rated pitcher in the game. I feel like that's low, 91. No, the way it works, it, even Mike Trout's a 95. Like, that's they reserve. That would be low. No, because they reserve that they don't put out 99s. 99s they don't put out for like six months towards like the end of the game cycle, and it's always like legends and stuff. So, the highest you'll see a live series player is the 95 Trout. Wow. Okay. Because I know what I know. I have I have MLB 20. I don't have 21, but Degrom was a 99 overall, just in like regular gameplay. In the reg, yeah, yeah, in regular, yeah. In Diamond Dynasty, the ratings are totally different. Interesting. Yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't get into any of that. I'm, I'm definitely more in any sport game. I don't play anything online. Uh, I don't know why. I just never got into the online play. I've tried it with Madden, and I just never got into it. Never tried it with baseball. Never tried it with hockey. However, hockey, I feel like would be the exception that I can feel like I can get into online. Um, but I was just always, I'm a big be a pro or um, franchise guy with those games. The sport games are just alone time. I'm not recording for YouTube. I'm not, you know, playing with anyone. I could just sit and relax and enjoy a video game. And that's just like my decompression, if that makes sense. So that's how I treat sport games, in re- you know. But if I had to play one online, I feel like hockey I could probably get into, give or take, because you make your own player type of thing and you're on like a team with your friends. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, that's that's it. But moving on to hockey, Andrew. I'm going to let you have the floor. I know you have a lot to say. I know you're going to have a great time with this. So let's go. Let's hear this out. Okay. So for those who do not know, if you weren't watching the Rangers and Capitals on whatever the hell, two days ago, um, there was a scrum in front of the net. Pavel Buchnevich went on his knees. Tom Wilson, the resident dirtbag of the NHL, uh, looked like Triple H giving him a pedigree into the ice has his stick pressed up against the back of his neck and punches him in the back of the head. Obviously, you shouldn't do that because, you know, not good for someone's health. Uh, the Rangers start to rip him off of him, and a fight starts. Artemi Panarin jumps on Tom Wilson because Tom Wilson's a big dude, and he was fighting. The Rangers are not a bunch of big guys. They don't fight. Um, Tom Wilson then turns around, grabs Panarin. Panarin's helmet goes flying off. Wilson basically chokes ha- choke slams him into the ice while also pulling his hair back. Keep in mind, Panarin has no helmet on, and it's just ragdolling him into the ice. He gets a 10-minute misconduct, but he gets to come back in the game. It was not a um, it was not a match penalty where he left the game. Panarin was done. He got hurt. So not only does Tom Wilson get to come back and play, Panarin does not. And then after all of this. Tom Wilson gets a $5,000 fine. No suspension. Nothing. A $5,000 fine. He makes $5 million a year. That's literally peanuts to him. And this is coming from a guy with an insane track record. He was suspended eight games less than two months ago for looking like he was going to kill someone on the Bruins. He's been suspended twice in preseason games. This is nothing new to him in every single fan base on the planet, aside from Capitals fans, know that this dude should not be in the league. And now, what this does, that the league did not suspend him, beyond just telling him he can keep doing this, the Rangers and Capitals play again tonight. So it's just openly inviting 
some awful shit to go down, which I hope someone on the Rangers just takes a hack at his knees or something. Like, respond. Hurt him. I don't care. He's a dirtbag. He's a psychopath. He's an actual psychopath. And now you fast forward to yesterday. And this is, this is you know, after everyone on hockey Twitter is losing their minds because everybody hates Tom Wilson. Um the Rangers make an official statement, which I loved, to the NHL Department of Player Safety, which is the biggest bunch of clowns on the planet. <laughs> um, the statement read, The New York Rangers are extremely disappointed that Capitals forward Tom Wilson was not suspended for his horrifying act of violence last night at Madison Square Garden. Wilson is a repeat offender with a long history of these types of acts, and we find it shocking that the NHL and the Department of Player Safety failed to take the appropriate action and suspend him indefinitely. Wilson's dangerous and reckless actions cause an injury to Artemi Panarin that will prevent him from playing again this season. We view this as a dereliction of duty by NHL head of player safety, George Paros, and believe he is unfit to continue in his current role. I love that because um, it's all true. Some people call it Bush League. Some people are calling them little girls for saying that, but they're right. The, this, the, the NHL Department of Player Safety is not doing their job. They're not protecting their players. This $5,000 fine is the same fine that Henrik Lundqvist got for squirting Sidney Crosby with a water bottle in a playoff game. Something has to be done. George Paros needs to get yeeted into the sun. And this, there needs to be a statement made. <clears throat> the Rangers need to either do one of two things. Come out tonight and make every single player on the Capitals bleed. Or they don't play. I understand there's people that have tickets to the game. They need to go. But if the Rangers just didn't come out of their locker room, I'd be upset, but I would completely understand it. Because it's something that you can't stand for when there's someone on the ice that's literally trying to kill you. And that's that's what I got. So I'm going to add, add to that real quick, uh, Andrew. Um, <clears throat> I was impressed with that the Rangers' response on the ice. Put it... Uh, Realistically, we're going to call a spade a spade here. The Rangers really don't have any big tough guy. Can we agree on that one? 100%. The Rangers jumped on him Mm -hmm. immediately. Panarin, small little guy. I mean, compared to me, he's probably, you know, but he's he's a lot bigger. But, you know, in the NHL, Panarin's not a a big dude at all. And he jumped jumped on that guy on his back, on his back. Listen, Panarin's lucky he didn't get seriously injured because his helmet came right off and he threw him down. He, he chokes lu- him. He's lucky his shoulder hit first and not his yeah. head without the helmet. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. listen, the $5,000 fine is completely bullshit. And it's... It, honestly, I would I would support the Rangers not even coming out on the ice. There is a common respect. Hockey is a tough sport, but there is a common respect amongst players. We are not trying to maim the other person. Mm-hmm. If you watch any fight, these first of all, any NHL fight has some sort of um, dialogue before it, where both guys know that they're fighting. They don't just jump on each other. They know what's going to happen. Second of all, with a common respect for all players, if someone's in a spot where they could seriously get injured, you watch any fight, if they have their helmets off and they're both falling, one dude's on the bottom. If there's a chance that guy could hit his head on the ice, the other player will put his hand under the guy's head so it mm-hmm. doesn't hit the ice. Is there respect there? There is no respect with Tom Wilson. No. Um, completely agree. And uh, it's, a, it's a shame that it even happened in the first place. Uh, 
with the scenario with the Rangers being eliminated from the playoffs, um, I could de- if the Rangers do take the ice, I can definitely see maybe some players acting out a little bit more, not caring if they get. But then you also have to think: Would a suspension now carry over to next season? We used now. It would. So you also, I don't, I wouldn't condone if the, if the Rangers did go on the ice, I wouldn't condone potentially ruining the start of next season. No, they with, wouldn't go that with, far. With your they emotions wouldn't. being that high. No. Um, if you're going to go out on the ice, I would still play you know, play it as if, you know, you know, regular, you know. Ignorance is, is, is you know, I guess, the best way to look at it. I mean, it would be definitely tough seeing, you know, n- not trying to, re, you know, retaliate. But you don't want to you're, – you're eliminated from the playoffs. You have you're, – you're, you're playing just to play now at this point. You – this time should be spent more now on the rookies, just getting a lot more ice time, just continuing to develop in whatever you know, with whatever we have left, and just keeping your nose clean, get ready for next season. Because next season, realistically, we're going to be a playoff team. We're going to be there. We're going. It's, it's going to happen. Within the next year or two, we are going to be probably one of the best teams in the East. So. Something's that, got to be done. That, that's that's just me. I think, I think the Rangers, with their with their statement, that you know that, that good enough. It's now falls on the NHL, and and that that's it. Don't don't re, if you now retaliate. Uh, I, I'm conflicted. I don't want to say you know beat the shit out of everyone, but at the same time, you don't want to ruin next season or the start of next season if that makes i would sense. throw someone unimportant on him and just beat the shit out of him you yeah. throw brendan smith on him because you gotta think there's an expansion draft at the end of the year for the kraken if you know you're gonna lose somebody and they know it throw him at him i don't care there's some, there's a statement has to be made that he can't get away with that that's fair no one important <laughs> no one important. yeah no, no one, important. one important should be going so by all means brendan smith go do it Oh man! Um, but now, apparently, I mean, they're saying it's not because of it, but but this statement may have backfired because, as of twenty minutes ago, a half hour ago, the Rangers fired their president and GM, John Davidson and Jeff Court. They're saying it's not because of the statement. Um, I think it is, but not the way that people think. I I think that the statement was made by the owner James Dolan and whatever role Glenn Saver has. Um, and John Davidson slash Jeff Gorton didn't like the statement they made, weren't on board with the statement, and now they go bye-bye. Um, this is embarrassing. This is an awful day to be a Ranger fan, to be honest. This is a terrible move. John Davidson has done such a great job since he's been the president. Um, Jeff Gorton's done a great job, too. And my nightmare is coming true because the reason why the Rangers have never been, like, awful, I truly believe, is because James Dolan doesn't touch them he doesn't look at them he doesn't even go near them he is only concerned with the knicks which is why the knicks have had some really 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 bad years um my only hope that is that they're gonna bring chris drury who is already in the organization as a gm um i'm not sure what's gonna happen with president i mean there's always the hope that they could fill it with like mark messier or something um but this is a this is a really really awful move from them Uh, I, I, the only person out of the Rangers organization I want gone is Quinn. 
That's in that. So people are saying that it's because that they. Um, I, I I I don't mean to cut you. Off. I I hate. I don't like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a terrible. He, I'm coach. agree. I, I agree terrible with you. Coach. I think that there are people on there again verified reporters on Twitter saying that Dolan thinks the team underperformed this year, which they absolutely did not. Absolutely did not. They're playing in the toughest division in hockey, and their average age was 23. They they did very well. They're four points out of a playoff spot. Um, they'll be right there next year. We'll and, yeah, they'll be going to be right there. 100. percent No one expected a playoff run right now. And if you're that upset about performance, why is it the president and the GM you fire the coach? The coach is more to way more directly involved with the actual performance of the team. Gordon and Davidson have given us great tools over the past couple of years, and and now they're gone. It doesn't make any sense. I. I can't put into words how much I hate James Dolan. I can't stand him. And, he's, and I just need him away from the Rangers. Go concentrate on the Knicks so I could give less of a shit about I Stay away from my Rangers. <laughs> so with that being said, we are now announcing a GoFundMe for the Binks and Doodle Effect. Help us buy the Rangers. Yes. <laughs> I, I will listen. I can show you my past records on the NHL games on the franchise mode. We win cups nonstop. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I know hockey will get this going. Oh, man. Link in the description. Go fund the Binks and Doodle effect. Let us help, <laughs> help help us buy the New York Rangers. We'll we'll set the organization right. Help us buy all the teams that we root for. Like, <laughs> I give, just get, let me be the GM for the New York Jets for one season. I promise you a turnaround. I can. I would bet money. I would bet my life savings. I would give you a turnaround in one That's season. Old. One season with the Jets. I can. But you guarantee know what? You. Now that you bring up the Jets, I have to say, with the NHL, the NFL draft passed, the Jets did a great job. I'm. I'm not. Like, I'm not mad with our draft. Like that. That impressed me. That that trade up to that was that changed the draft for me for them. I'm not mad with the draft. I would have done the draft differently personally speaking but i'm not i expected to get zach wilson like yeah, you, you yeah, knew it was happening um i expected an offensive lineman which again absolutely we needed no no offensive bots the jets needed an, another piece for an offensive line but i expected zach wilson do i think he's i'm, I'm gonna give him a shot i don't want to down him right away i don't think he was the best quarterback available personally speaking um, I also didn't think, don't think Justin Fields was going to be the option either. I think Fields is going to be terrible. Uh, I'm still very, very adamant about Trask, who's I think. And Trask, where did Trask go to? Trask went to the Bucks. That was nutty. That was nutty. And you see, you can, you can. I, I don't mean any disrespect, and I don't mean to like try to down Brady in this statement. But if Trask ends up making me proving me right and being an absolute stud when he gets a chance to start, everyone's going to say it's because he was behind Brady, and I completely disagree. Will Brady help him? Yes, absolutely. I'm not going to take anything away from that. Brady will definitely help this man develop. But I think with or without Brady, Trask was going to be an absolute stud in the league. I think Trask was the best, second best quarterback in this draft um, behind Trevor Lawrence. So... It, it pisses me off that he went to the one team where, like, if he has success, it's just everyone's going to be, oh, well, he's, he's successful because he had Brady. Like, no. He, he helped him that he had Brady, but he was going to be successful with or without Tom Brady. And I'm like, of course, 
the one the one quarterback I want now is <laughs> under the hands of Brady, and I can't. I just can't well, win. You know what? Now he's so. like guaranteed to be. I, like, I think he's, he's going to be great. I think he yeah. was going to be a great quarterback with or without yeah, Brady. I do too. Tom Brady was. Tom Brady is just going to elevate that from. He's gonna, yeah. So, like I said, I'm not he's, taking anything away from Brady. Yeah. I th- he's going to be just that much better because of him. But with or without Brady, I think Trask is going to be a stud. Um, the Bucks are set. The Bucks, Bucks are, are good. The quarterback. Bucks are good. <laughs> they they're going to be a solid team for the next decade. They they they're good. Bucks are going to be solid. Um, I'm not mad at the Jets, though. And yeah. I think the Patriots getting Mac Jones was perfect for the organization. I don't. I think Mac Jones is probably number three in the draft behind Trask. Mm. Um, but for your style of play and with a Belichick, it fits, Ma- yeah. Mac Jones is your perfect piece. Perfect yeah. piece to... Uh, for the Patriots, so good. Yeah. good team. I have to say, before right, I've been saying I wanted Mac Jones for a long time, but right before the draft, I was starting to buy into Justin Fields dropping to the Patriots. But I, I after all said and done, I'm very, very, very happy getting Mac Jones. Um, I have to say, I love the Bears trading up to get Justin Fields. I loved that move. It's um, it was it was necessary. What the Bears it was needed. absolutely necessary. TBT a month ago when they called Andy Dalton QB one on Twitter, but yeah. Um, yeah, I think uh, that was a good pick. I think Allen Robinson's gonna have a great year now. Um, I, I don't. I don't think Fields is still. He's gonna be. Look, he's better than he's Trubisky, be... uh, the other guy, and Dalton. We'll, we'll we'll see if he is. I I think he's gonna be just a medium above average quarterback in the league. It's not gonna be, you know, anything special or anything. So, I personally don't didn't believe in Fields watching him play in college. So that that's just my take on it, and you know, I, I a lot of people disagree with me when I rate quarterbacks, and I'm used to it at this <laughs> point. So I just I just look for different things, and I guess people see. <laughs> oh man, you, let's go with 34 episodes. That's the first time I sneezed on on, on cast. <laughs> market market right now. Cinco de Mayo. Um, you, happy Cinco de Mayo. This is what we're recording, oh, yeah. by the way. Um, after you guys listen to this on May 6th, I hope you guys had a wonderful Cinco de Mayo. I hope you guys drank a lot of tequila and ate a lot of tacos. Because you know what? Oh, that's, what yeah. I'm, that's what I'm going to be doing as soon as we're done recording. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Apologies. Jeez. You know what I'm getting to eat tonight? What are you getting, brother? Shout out to Fat Boy Burritos. Ooh, Fat Boys. Yo, if you listen to this, Fat Boys, we would love to do business with you guys. You Let guys know. know what you're doing. Um, you know who didn't know what they're doing though, and I hate. I think they made the worst choice in this draft. Let's see, let's hear it. These Cincinnati Bengals not taking a lineman for Joe Burrow. I, like I understand it. it's Jamar Chase. I understand, but it, Joe Burrow's just gonna get flattened again. Well, they they did pick up an alignment in the second. I'm pretty sure it was the in the later round. they did, but like yeah. they needed the they needed the big one. They needed the big fish, in my opinion, because their line is it, it's styrofoam. It's awful. That's the reason why Joe Mixon hasn't been great. Joe Mixon's one of the most underrated running backs in the league, but their line is awful. And I'm just terrified of Joe Burrow now going to get hurt in three games again because he'll get hit 75 trillion times in three games. I think Joe Burrow is going to be a great quarterback in the future. You know, I, I, Mm -hmm. um, and with that said, that's why I was so in love with Trask because Trask has had better numbers than Burrow and no one, Mm -hmm. no one talked about that man. He was just so yeah, un- they didn't he at was all, just so at silent. All. 
No one talked about Kyle Trask and how he had a better year than Joe Burrow did, and everyone was like coming at the at the seams for Joe Burrow last year. So, <laughs> so it, it, listen, I I think Burrow's going to be, you know, hopefully he recovers well after that injury, and um, he's got yeah, he will be fine. He's got a he got a stud wide receiver in Jamar Chase. Um, well, well, they 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 have a lot more work to do, just like a lot of other teams. I mean, the Jets still need to. Hopefully the running back that we, off the top of my head, I don't remember his name, but hopefully the running back that the Jets picked up will be good. We also have the, the mm-hmm. running back from the, the Gators. Kevin Coleman. Exactly, yeah. So we'll we'll, we'll definitely see that. Um, I think um, Elijah Moore, our wide receiver that we picked up in the second round, I think mm-hmm. he's going to be an absolute stud. Fun fact, I am good friends with his aunt and uncle, Elijah Moore. Really? Yes, I am good friends with the people. And, uh, I'm they. I knew about Elijah Moore like two years ago when he was still playing in co- at college, just because they were talking about him all the time about their their nephew and how they hoped that he would be in the NFL. And now he's a New York Jet. Um, sorry that you had to join that organization, but it's cool. To, <laughs> it's cool to say that I know his nephew, uh, his yeah. uncle, and aunt and uncle. So. Uh, Welcome to New York, Elijah Moore. Um, we wish you the best of luck. I, I, I'm hoping Zach Wilson. Okay, I, I'll try to get behind him. Um, yeah, if you're gonna say a team now in the first round, who's you know, probably did you know one of the best? Look at the Dolphins. I was, but yeah, the Dolphins great. Look at the Dolphins getting um. Jalen, uh, Jalen, Jalen, Jalen Waddle, and then Jalen Phillips. Jalen Phillips, right? Yeah. Uh, good for them. They're going to be, yeah. they're going to be nasty. They're going to be nasty. As long as Tua can fit the quarterback role, which I think he will be much better this year. And I think he will be fine. Mm-hmm. That team's gross. It's going to be good. Definitely going to be good. Uh, Pittsburgh getting Najee Harris in the first round after getting rid mm-hmm. of, um, Connor. Definitely a big, big pickup for big. them. Um, Pittsburgh's running game has always been pretty, pretty solid. Um, they may have to start looking at maybe getting a quarterback pretty soon, because after Ben, their backups are trash, They're and screwed, Ben yeah. Ben only has how much longer left. He's so gonna. We'll say, yeah. <laughs> uh, moving on to a quarterback that may not have much time left in his his team. We look at Aaron Rodgers and that whole fiasco. I mean. A bunch of sources talking about Rodgers saying that it's either trade or no trade. He's not coming back to the to the Packers, so he's actually contemplating even retiring if he can't get off the Packers. Like, how much do you have to hate your team to just end just straight up end your career? Yeah, really makes you wonder how bad that management team is. Like, mm-hmm. you should be bending over backwards for Aaron Rodgers. There's, there's no reason not to be. But at the um, same time, who's going to pick? You also have to think about it. He's 37, 38, 37? Something 38? like that, yeah. I think on the younger side. Maybe, question mark, 38, like 36, 37? 37. He's, yeah. definitely over, he's definitely at least 37. I don't know if it's 37 or 38. Um, he has a massive contract. I mean, if unless you're in win-now mode, you're not picking up a huge contract in Aaron Rodgers at 37, 38 years old, unless you're yeah. like straight up in win-now mode. Most teams are not going to... Do, you know, lay out that just for a couple of more, you know, a couple yeah. more years. And so most teams in win now mode have a quarterback, have exactly. an established quarterback. You need it exactly. Um, I, I personally still think that 
Rodgers is probably top five greatest of all time quarterbacks, if not, you know, top three. Um, it's just a shame. And I don't know if you know this, Andrew, but there has never been a, a pack of quarterback that's lasted um, more than yes. 16 years. I did ever. see that. So uh, guess what Aaron Rodgers is at right now? 16. 16 if he plays in this season he's going to be the first pack of quarterback to play a 17th season for for the, for the Packers as quarterback so I thought that was really really cool um I don't know where he's gonna go and will time will tell to see how this story develops with Rodgers mm-hmm. but it's definitely gonna be interesting um pack of Packers backup love not gonna be anything to write home about yeah not going to be Aaron Rodgers. Not, 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 not going to be, be, not gonna be, a not gonna be half of Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> not even going to be, exactly. be a quarter of Aaron Rodgers. He's not even, the Packers exactly. go from a playoff team to nothing at all. So we'll see what he does. I'll be very upset if Rodgers retires. I'll be very upset if he's no longer in the league. I think it's going to be bad for the league if he leaves. Just like I think it's going to hurt the league once Brady retires, as much as I despise him. Brady leaving the NFL is going to hurt the league a lot. Rodgers leaving the league is going to hurt the league a lot. And if Rodgers leaves the same year now that Breeze leaves, mm. it's really going to be tough because, you know, you forget that Breeze already announced retirement. He's not coming back. Yeah. So now you're going to lose Breeze and Rodgers in the same offseason. It's, it's, that's going to hurt the league. Yeah. You know what? We're, we're in that transition period of, of generations now. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to look at Baker. At some point, you're going to see them go bye-bye, and then you're going to see Baker. You're going to see Joe Burrow. You're going to see whoever else. And Mahomes. they're going to be taking the stage. Yeah. Uh, uh, Allen's going to be, Allen's going to, Allen's probably like top, top three, top four in the league right now, quarterback wise. Oh yeah. That man throws nukes. Yeah. I I mean, Jackson's right there. I mean, I think Jackson, Jackson definitely needs to work on his accuracy for me to consider him. I think he's more of a run first quarterback, which I don't really... I mean, I loved Michael Vick. I think Michael Vick is still better than him, even though Jackson broke his records. But, like, Michael Vick also had a cannon and accuracy and could run. Yeah. I mean, all Lamar Jackson can do is run. That doesn't make you a better mobile quarterback. I, I, yeah. I, it's, I think Michael Vick is still the best to do it. Um, but, yeah, no, it's going to be, is, it's, it's gonna be that sad. That is the state of football right now, mm-hmm. is, is you're going to go from Breeze, Rodgers, and Brady to – Allen, Mahomes, and Burrow, or, or, and, and that's that's just what we're going to have to get used to. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and it's going to be, it's, listen, the AFC is going to be very exciting to watch in, in futures to come, in oh, years yeah. to come. It's going to be, it's going to be a bloodbath in the AFC. AFC is going to be the team, all the teams are going to be the team to beat in the AFC. Yep. And the Bucks are just, as long as they have Brady, the Bucks are just going to continue, just, you know, plowing through the NFC. Listen, I, true until Washington, I mean, Washington's going to be really good, man. I am... So high on Washington in the coming years. Well, I that you know, team is so underrated. Well, to, to me, I still think defense is the most important thing. Defense wins championships. Never yeah. gonna, never gonna convince me otherwise. I don't care how great your offense is. If you have an absolute stonewall defense, defense is gonna win you championships. Don't care how good yeah. you are on the other side of the field. Don't completely care. agree. Don't care at all. You could have the greatest wide receiver, greatest line, offensive line, greatest quarterback, greatest running back. If you have can put that up to the best defense ever, that that, that other offense, the, the offense for the you know the other team could just be mediocre. Their defense holds them in the game. That's all you need to do. Defense mm-hmm. is going to win you championships. Um. So we'll, we'll, we'll you know we'll see. Washington is developing 
Especially this year with Fitzpatrick, I could just see something special happen. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Fitzpatrick's great, man. He's so great. Everybody loves Fitzy. You you can't hate that man, and he you just can't. comes to play every single week. You know, gritty, hard, hardcore player. Um, we really haven't talked about the number one overall pick in Trevor Lawrence as much of a surprise as who. Because I don't, don't want to talk about Trevor Lawrence. I'm over Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> I get it. He's good. He's got great hair. It's fine. He'll be fine. The Jaguars are still going to win four games. Can, I don't care. Can we talk about his wife? Like, I, I don't give a shit about his wife. I was not. I didn't know he was. First of all, I didn't know he was married. But when I saw his wife, I was like, yo. Yeah. Like, hey, look at my man. You go. You go, Trevor. Um, there's actually a really cool stat. I don't know if you did see. Unless the Jaguars go undefeated this year, 17-0, Trevor Lawrence is going to experience yeah. his first regular season his loss ever. Loss ever. Ever. Man's never lost a regular season game in high school or college. Only loss he's ever had was in the playoffs. Wild. I can see an emotional meltdown coming. <laughs> well, he's going to experience week one a loss. Because I, I listen... I don't see the Jaguars winning. Uh, yeah. I don't care how good you are. The, the, the Trevor Lawrence is definitely the best quarterback in this draft, but, like, the Jaguars are not going to... Jaguars They're have a long still way to bad, go. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jaguars have a long way to go before they make, yeah. make, make anything. A lot so. of pieces left. Mm-hmm. So we're going to see Trevor Lawrence's first regular season loss. Uh, rather quickly. Rather quickly in this organization. But, yeah, I don't... Uh, I don't think... I think we've pretty much touched on everything. It was a little bit of a longer cast. I got my rant out. You got your rant out. I love hearing a nice doodle rant. It's great. Uh, shout out to our special guest this week. I didn't say it in the beginning of the cast, but those who are watching on YouTube, this is Pepper. Little <laughs> uh, kitty. Little kitty. It's her birthday in five days, so by the time you guys see it, it'll be her birthday in four days. So uh, happy early birthday to this angel right here. Um, anyway, thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, hit that like button. Smash the subscribe button. We upload every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Uh, comment down below if you have anything you know you want to say to us. Input that on any of the topics that we talked about today. Any questions that you may have for us for future uh, casts or any topics that you want for future casts, comment down below. We'd love to hear it. Or you can hit us up on Twitter. Our Twitter ads are on the bottom of our names. Or at BD effect that has been going across the screen all podcasts um if you're listening to wherever you listen to podcasts give us a five-star review if we see it we'll give you a nice little shout out but uh other than that thank you guys for watching and listening and until next week peace out